you are listening to the Made for This podcast. We want to thank Issue for supporting the Made for This podcast. Create once and distribute everywhere. Everything's optimized to post on your website and your social platforms. You can get started today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you can get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code made for this. And now here's Jenny. guys, you are in for a treat today. It is something we all need. It is something we all want to talk about because life is heavy and hard and it's why everybody loves Annie Downs. We are going to talk about fun. And Annie, you have taught me so much about this. I will say we are both Enneagram 7s yes. and I, on any given day, I believe that I am till I'm with you. And then I'm like, I don't value fun like Annie values fun. And so... <laughs> You make me better. I'm always drawn to other sevens because they make me have even more fun. And and so we're going to talk about this today. But I do want to say the book is coming out. It is the same name as your famous podcast, which is That Sounds Fun. And all of you need to go get it. And the reason why is because I think this is so timely. There could be a sense of like, she's talking about fun right now. The world's falling apart. And I'm like, you know what? Life is not worth living unless there is a life worth protecting and a life that means something. And fun has been a huge part of that for both of us. So let's start with you talking a little bit about why you love this topic so much. Well, honestly, Jenny, that's one of the reasons that this book is right from me for right now. And exactly what you said of people going like, is this the right time to talk about fun? And I'm like, yes, because if we don't plug it in right now, we will lose ourselves. Because what fun actually is, is is just making space for something. It's just like making room. And so for me, when I was thinking about my own life, how life has felt more stressful in the last year and a half than it's been in a long time, things have felt more out of my control than ever before. And so I found myself, Jenny, like you and I have talked about this. I found myself really listing what can I control? Like, what actually can I do to invest in my own life and to be good to my own life? And one of them is prioritize having some fun every now and again. And you're right. It is really natural for me. And I kind of thought everyone thought about fun as much as I do, Jenny. And then I realized everyone did not And And the reason that is important is that it's what we talk about a lot, that the body has a lot of parts and we need a lot of moving parts in our Christian world and in the world in general. And we need what used to make me feel immature. Now I go like, no, actually God made me this way because the world needs some of us to remind the rest of us that there is something good in a really hard day. Do you remember, I, I bet, I don't even have to ask this. You've watched The Crown, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'm like, who hasn't watched The Crown? Right. And I remember when when Madeline Albright was out at the beautiful kind of ranch of, of the royals and she kept working and Princess Margaret came in and said, hey, you know, what, what you sometimes get from just resting and having fun is perspective. And yes. she said it way more sassy than that and and was it was very cutting. <laughs> but 
But I loved that moment because I do think, and it's what you're going to do for all of us too with this book, is this, you know, perspective that comes when you laugh a little, when you lift yeah. up. I remember when when we were going through the season that was so difficult for my friend Sarah that had the stroke and we would laugh and it would feel wrong. Like we'd be laughing with her, but, you know, it would feel almost shallow because she's sitting there in rehab and like learning to talk and walk again. And yet that's what she wanted to do. She wanted to laugh. And I do think there's got to be that layer in all of this, or we're all going to lose our our minds, right? We're not going to have perspective and and we are going to lose. And so you actually did a lot of research with this about why fun matters. So I want to talk about that, about what did you learn about why this matters so much and why it's important? Well, you've seen all the research around sleep, right? And about not, that resting isn't just important, but also sleep is important. And what sleep does is it actually lets your brain reset all the way reset at night and it releases things. It, it allows you to start the next day. That's why when we do lock-ins as middle schoolers or as youth group leaders, we feel like a looney tune for days because our one of the things that didn't happen is our brains didn't reset. And what is actually true about fun is there's a lot of that same science to fun. That 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 exactly what you said is that we need that release, we need that space. We need to know that there is more than the stress of our lives. Do you know what is true when you were like in 3rd grade, there were days where you'd get home from school and you'd think about nothing. You would like read a book or play outside and you think about nothing. We don't ever get to think about nothing. <laughs> and we've lost this thing. And in fact, there, there's this quote that I found that just like kind of rocked my whole understanding of this. And it is from J.R.R. Tolkien. And he says, certainly there was an Eden on this very unhappy earth. We all long for it and are, we are constantly glimpsing it. And that's the thing, Jenny, is that we are all longing for Eden. We're longing for simplicity. And the closest place we find that is fun. The furthest reaches of that is addiction and is escapism and is making choices to run from your life. The healthiest, nearest version is having a good time with people that you love or doing a hobby that you really enjoy or having a hard conversation that can actually be fun when you're allowing each other to be learners, right? And so all the research points back to that there is something about making space and having hobbies that that reminds you of who you actually, like what you've really wanted to be and what you've really wanted to do. And it makes you healthier. It literally makes you healthier. And I think you're right. I think we've almost demonized this a little bit. So that's where I'm wanting, you know, to start the interview yes. here of going, this is a good thing. This is not something to demonize, even in the midst. It's not escapism. It's not, you know, denying everything. This was something right. that that God put in us. I mean, you and I both, we've had this conversation, I don't know how many times about the Bible and fun, because we are both Bible teachers and we love the Bible. And we're like, wait, there has to be more examples in the Bible of people having fun. And so I would love for you to share kind of what you've told me as far as, you know, the way the Bible was written and, and all that. But but do you see a vision for fun in the scriptures? Yeah. So to me, you're for starters, you're exactly right. I think there is. I think there is moments of fun. But one of the things you and I have talked about is I don't think an Enneagram <laughs> 7 wrote any of the books of the Bible. And so the, the right. moments <laughs> you and I would have called out, I mean, it's the same as when we're all at IF together and we all have the same experience listening to you teach, but different parts stand out to us and we'll all quote 
quote you online, but it'll be a different quote. And that is exactly how so many of the Bible stories are. It's one of the best parts of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is repeatedly we get to see the same stories from different points of view, right? And so when people ask me, and people ask me a lot where the fun is in the Bible, and genuinely, my first answer is Jesus. Yeah. And it's not because I'm being churchy. It is because he keeps getting invited to dinners and parties and weddings. And kids love him. Yes. All that tells so me that he was great to be around. That I mean, he had people following him everywhere. You don't follow somebody who's in a bad mood constantly, <laughs> even if they have great words. Yeah. People followed him because he was charismatic. People followed him because he they thought he was funny and fun and kind. And and so there has to be I, I love that part in in the story. I think it's in John in the story of Jesus turning water into wine where it's just like Jesus and all his friends were invited to the wedding. And I'm like, he was friends with that bride and groom. And they thought we've got to have Jesus and his boys there. Right. Yeah. I just love that. Well, and that he, even just that, that he turned water to wine. That was his first miracle, like way to come out. You know, I mean, this is a party that he, I mean, an unnecessary miracle that he absolutely thought was important enough to to pull out, you know, his abilities in that in that moment and his power. And you know what? I, the other thing I love about that story is that Jesus never gets any credit for turning the water into wine. Mm. Immediately, the father-in-law goes and congratulates the bridegroom mm-hmm. on saving the best wine for the last. And Jesus never steps in again. Mm. And so I love that Jesus is like, this is going to be a great party. And I'm just going to sit back here <laughs> and let the new son-in-law get all the credit. So you know, dear. I just love that. Uh, I mean, and even just the way he interacted with the Pharisees and people. I mean, it was like he could have said anything and put everybody in his place. He was God on earth. And yet he always just took a little, you know, a little walks in the back door with a little story or a little, you know, he he was not afraid to to deal with the issues in the room in a way that that I think was like, oh, I can't believe he just said that or oh, I can't believe he just did that. Totally. It's he's he's just the best. He's just the best of all of our personalities. But I I love the hints of how fun he is that I think when we're with him or when we're sitting with John in heaven and going like, yeah, but when was he like funny? Or maybe like maybe Thomas is the one who thought everything was funny because he's also the one who had a lot of questions, which kind of fits my personality, too. And, and when we get to heaven, Thomas is going to be like, OK, but y'all, there's this one story. I didn't get to write anything down, but there is this one time, you know, like even John said, if they if we wrote down everything Jesus did, the books of the world wouldn't hold it. There's mm. so many stories of him being fun that weren't recorded that we are going to get to hear. Yeah. OK, let's talk about what this looks like in our lives because there are people listening to us right now and they are bugged because they are like, oh, that's great for you too. You think in fun moments and you build them and you laugh a lot and that's great. I am not that personality and I don't even know where to begin. I Maybe they're buying in a little bit, like maybe I need to embrace this and have this in my life, but they don't have a clue what to do. What would you say to them about putting this into their life and layering it in? Well, for starters, you cannot imagine, Jenny, how many people say to me, I'm just not that fun. I'm just not the fun mom. I'm not the fun one. And I'm like, I bet you are far more fun than you realize. Like people enjoy you more than you realize. So to me, I I know this sounds wild, but to me, one of the first stops in this whole thing is a conversation with the Lord about like, listen, my life feels full and stressful all the time. Or it feels like I'm planning fun, but not participating. 
So God, will you just like open my eyes and open my calendar and make space? Because what we continually see is that what we make space for is what we do and what we do changes who we are. And so if you will make space for fun, and I tell people all the time, Jenny, put a 30 minute block on your calendar that just says fun. And when that 30 minute block comes, you go, oh gosh, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do for fun. So it could be as easy, literally, it can be going on a walk. It can be reading a book that you've been wanting to read. It can be working on a cross stitch. It can be picking up an old hobby that you haven't done in forever. And one of the things, you're going to love this, Jenny. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking with this guy and he said, I just don't have any hobbies. Like I don't do anything for fun. And I said, tell me what you did like when you got home from school and had the whole afternoon. And he goes through a little list of what he did. And then he's like, this is going to sound really ridiculous. And I was like, okay. Because so much of the bigger story here about fun is can you love who you are? Mm. And can you love the unique way you were made? And the unique things that you think are fun. You hear it on my show. The last question I always ask is, what sounds fun to you? And nine out of ten times people go, I don't know if this is fun. But, and it always totally. is. It's If it's fun to you, it's fun. And so this so th- this guy says, here's what, it sounds so weird. And he goes, but, I mean, on Saturdays I used to get all of our neighbors together and we would be a choir and I would lead the choir. And I was like, that is oh, adorable. my gosh. It's so sweet. What are you doing about that now? Like, do you do any of that? And he was like, no, why don't I do any of that? And I was like, I'm sure there are like volunteer community choruses (laughs) you can be in during non-COVID times, you know? There's all sorts of things like that that we hold in our hearts that remind us of our childhood. It can even be cooking, making recipes like your grandparents made. I mean, just doing things that return us to so, to a version of simplicity. We cannot go back to Eden. Like, that's part of the loss here is that the thing we're looking for, we can't actually get to. But actually, there was also never a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. There never was. Mm. <laughs> there wasn't Eden. We've always been talking about this pot of gold and it's never been there, but God's rainbow is the promise. Mm. And so the thing we get to do is go, can I journey in this life, finding fun, loving how God made me and stepping back toward that simplicity, that feel, that that longing that is in me that feels like I long for Eden. You know, it says that God has set eternity in our hearts Mm. And finding little things that make us feel that. And it's trial and error. And you don't have to pick up a brand new hobby and keep it for forever. But if you can just do one thing every day that's a little bit fun, you're, so much more of your life will change. Hey guys, Chloe here, and I am back to tell you about Issue. We've talked about Issue in past seasons, but we are back because Issue is something that we truly use over here on Team Jenny Allen. If you're a creative or you're making PDFs, you're making files, you're making social media graphics, really anything, you know the drill. You're done editing something, it's absolutely perfect, but now you just have to format it over and over for every single different platform. With Issue, you can make it one time and it's ready to post everywhere. We love Issue because it is that all-in-one platform that we can use to create and distribute all the things that we make over here. And Issue is really simple to use. All you have to do is upload your PDFs and your files and Issue transforms them using your vision to create the content that you want. 
Everything is optimized to post on your website and your social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook. Issue can even help you make animated Instagram stories. And the very best part about Issue is that you can use it for free. They also have premium features that give a more customized experience, but you can get started today for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, you can get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code made for this. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code made for this at checkout for your free account or 50% off a premium account. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast with promo code made for this. What I love that you're saying and what you did in this book is give permission, right? Give permission to prioritize something yes. that that is good and something that I think does bring perspective and it does bring a richer, fuller experience of life to us. And and so I think about this topic and I'm like, okay, this is something that Christians don't talk about. Why do you think we don't talk about it? Because I don't ever I, don't, I mean, that's one another reason I love it is it's novel for a Christian to be talking about this, right. Annie, in the way you do. I think it's novel because we think it's childish. And we think if we're actually a grown-up Christian, then we don't prioritize this any, anymore. Because you are either playing games as a kid with your siblings or your next level of conversations about fun were in high school when you were trying to decide whether you were going to disobey your parents and do all the things that aren't that you had deemed weren't right, but all your friends thought were fun. And so it it has become a moral decision when it's really not. That actually, what what that is doing, when you're in middle school, high school, college, and you're rebelling or going through all those different experiences, that's actually stepping way past. That's escapism. That's trying to be accepted. There's much simpler fun here. And so I think that's part of the problem is we think it's childish and then we think it's amoral Mm -hmm. or anti-Christ. And the reality is (laughs) fun is so fun, Jenny. Fun is so fun. And it is absolutely such a release in our lives and such a gift in our lives that that's why in the book we talk about being an amateur, about how you don't have to be a professional at everything. And how important it is to just let yourself fall in love with the things you love. Like, give yourself permission. If you really love, like, Jenny, I started cross-stitching again at Christmas because I realized I was watching TV and scrolling on my phone. And I was like, what am I doing? And I haven't cross-stitched since I was probably 10 with my grandmother. But it was, I made a Christmas ornament for all my cousins that reminded us all of my grandmother. And it was, like, so sweet It was so fun and it didn't, I mean, it didn't cost me very much. And I'll tell you the other thing. Sorry, I'm saying so many words. The other thing is when I was in the fabric store, when I was in the craft store picking out my colors for the cross stitch I did after those ornaments, there was another girl in the same aisle picking up her cross stitch things. And I mean to tell you, if you could pick a person that was as opposite of me as you can imagine in every way, this girl was as opposite of me as you can imagine. We had nothing in common. You could tell just by looking at us, we had nothing in common. But what, what we did have in common is we both needed that yellow thread number 764 <laughs> or whatever it was. And so th- that's the other thing fun does is it builds community yes. with people who agree with us and don't agree with us. Yeah. And so she and I stood there and talked about it and I showed her my pattern and she showed me her pattern. And I had this light bulb moment of like, 
this is another reason fun matters is it connects me with people I don't have any other connection with. And whether they're believers or not, they we get the chance to walk toward each. And I mean, we didn't like exchange phone numbers or become best friends. It was just like, I'll see you next time I'm here <laughs> working on my next project. But man, the power of fun to walk you into community, whether it's book clubs or recipe swaps or cookie swaps or playing outside or joining a intramural soccer league, like fun will bring you people if you're looking for people. Mm. I, there are unlimited reasons fun is great, Jenny. I could do this forever. But well, I, I think about my son who's 12, who is literally the epitome of this because he sits inside yes. because of COVID. You know, we walked through that. And and so we were on lockdown again. And, and I just watched him, you know, be edgy and sad and cranky and short Mm. and then you know a few days ago he got his freedom back and he was out biking with all his friends and playing football and all of us noticed when he came back home like he's a different kid like he just is happy again like there's something about getting to play outside with your friends and and all those things that honestly we should never grow up from so I want to go back to your childhood Annie because I do think that's a great place to look, and you do too, of just look back at what, what you used yep. to love when you were a kid. What did you love as a kid? Yep. What were, besides cross-stitching, like what what did it look like for you to, <laughs> to think through that and to look back at your childhood? Do you know what's really funny, Jenny? One of the things I remember very clearly as a kid is I would, we, I lived on, I grew up on 18 acres on like a little tiny farm, and I would ride my bike everywhere over the whole thing as as many corners as I could and I would interview myself Jenny as like an elementary school kid of course you did <laughs> of course you I did. was don't you wish you had those recorded the, <laughs> oh what I would give and also thank God it's both true yeah. it's both true but that's that's the other thing about tapping into what you loved as a kid is it directs you in a thousand ways like oh my gosh I've always loved being a part of a conversation. So I love doing that. I um, I loved cooking with my grandmothers. I thought that was so fun. I also read a ton of books. We weren't allowed to watch TV in my house on the weekdays. We didn't watch any TV, except if when dad got home from work, if he wanted to watch the Andy Griffith show, we could sit in there with him while he watched the Andy Griffith show. But other than that, there was no TV during the week. Nick at night. Uh, yeah, I bet it was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I bet you're right. It was Nick and I. My parents would watch that. Oh my gosh, those good old shows. Yeah. And, and so I read a ton of books and we played games and, you know, my siblings and I played a lot. And so when I think back on my childhood, it was not perfect. There was a lot that went sideways. There is pain that I still deal with. And, uh, and yet, uh, the over, when I choose to think about fun, I can find little specks of it and big chunks of it and go like, okay, that was always fun to me. Why don't I do that anymore? I mean, I played soccer my whole life growing up and then I quit for 20 years for no reason. And so I'm like playing soccer again, you know, like I just absolutely don't know why I quit some of the things I quit, uh, just because I grew up and I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. That's significant. So you are playing soccer currently. Yes, I'm. Well, I had to. I was playing before COVID. I had to stop part of COVID, but I'm back to playing. Yeah. I want you to tell people what that day looked like. You call a soccer league. Like, I mean, that's a. You just flew past that. But for a lot of people, they're like, I could still play <laughs> soccer at my age. Like, what yes. does that even look like? Yes. Okay. So that's a great question, Jenny, because this will be great to break it down. First thing I did is I bought a soccer ball because I did not own one anymore. And so I bought a soccer ball and I went out in my own yard 
And I just kicked it into the house again, like I did when I was a kid. And I was like, yes, I still like this. Okay. Like that, that's the level investment I did to start is an $18 soccer it. ball in 45 minutes. Okay. Right. So that's, I didn't start by like buying a set of jerseys for my friends. Right. I started by very simply stepping back in and going, do I still love this? And does this still matter to me? And then I asked myself why? Well, a lot of it is I needed to get some aggression out. I needed to get, as an adult, I needed a place for some release from some of the things that, how stressful my life feels. And I can't, I can't kick a lot of things like I can kick a soccer ball. <laughs> right? Like I can't I can't just like let her rip on other things. And so I the next thing I did is I have a friend who's a coach, a soccer coach and he's a trainer. And so I called him and I said, "I think I want to start playing soccer again. Can I pay you to train me a couple of sessions so that I can just remember some of the things I don't remember?" And he taught me moves I've never played before. I've never done before. And I just loved it. I loved it. And then I told some, and I told some of my friends as I started doing it. And there's another couple that were like, as soon as um, intramural soccer opens back up, let's get on a team. And between now and then we play together and play with the kids. I mean, I play with kids, you know this about me, but I play with little kids all the time. And so we play soccer all the time and they compliment me on how much better I'm getting than I used to be. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so magical. Oh, I love that. It's Annie. so fun. But it, but you're right. It was not a hobby. It was a it was something I tried. And once yeah. I tried it again, then I thought, oh yeah, I do still love this. This does still remind me of what I need. I just think people get paralyzed and I think they don't even know. Yes. They're like, oh, I used to do that as a kid, but I mean, how would that apply now? So the fact that you bought a soccer ball, hired a coach, I mean, that is magical. Okay, so I want you, we're, we're about done, and I want you to talk to the person out there that, and just talk directly to them. I want you to talk to the person that is listening and their arms are folded and they're like, it's just not for me. Like, I, I, I just don't even know. Like, they'll turn this off and nothing will change. Yeah, I mean, for starters, Jenny, no one can hit stop on this podcast and not have fun stuck in their head for a little bit. Yeah. And, and so I would say, let it stick as long as it's sticking. And maybe it's a conversation you have at dinner tonight. The one question you should ask tonight at dinner when y'all are all sitting around, you don't even have to answer it, but if your family's sitting around, if your group of friends is sitting around, if you have a small group with your church on Zoom or in person, and say, what do you do for fun? And just start listening to the answers. You can put it on Instagram. You can put it on Twitter. Just ask people and start collecting answers because you're going to get one of two things. You're going to get people who are really sure and you're and they're going to tell you and you're going to think their answers are wild and cool. And you're going to get people who will say, I don't know what I do for fun. What do you do for fun? And it's going to start a conversation both ways. So that's the first thing I would say. And, and the other thing is... People listening to your podcast, people who are friends with you and I, they care about their spiritual growth and they care about being healthy humans or they wouldn't be friends with us because that's the stuff we talk about a lot. I mean, get out of your head is a perfect example of like one of the ways you get out of your head is you go and do other stuff. And so we, one of the things that you can do today is literally sometime this week, put a 30 minute block on your calendar, call it fun. And then ask some questions and then actually get out of your head and go do something. Go do something once for 30 minutes. If you played softball, grab a softball and throw it. If you painted as a kid, don't spend $1,000. Go to 
a local craft store store and spend 12 and get you a couple of one of those booklets that has the paint attached to it and just see how it makes you feel. Really ask yourself questions as you're going the whole way through. What what am I feeling? Why is this making me cry? Why am I why do I feel like I miss my grandparents. Why am I laughing and it's just me? I mean, this this journey toward fun is actually a really deep uh, journey of self-reflection to figure out why you are who you are and how to be the healthiest version of yourself. So just start asking what mm-hmm. sounds fun to you. I love it. And it is worth it, guys. We all need this. This needs to be a priority. And you guys need to pick up the book. It's called That Sounds Fun by Annie Downs. Guys, we all need this right now. So grab some friends. I mean it. Send this to a few friends right now, this podcast. Text them. Tell them let's read the book together and dream better. Because I will say a lot of times what gets me out of my head and having fun are my people. That they will sit down with me and be like, okay, Jenny, you're you're in a dark place. Let's go out tonight. We, we, In fact, this week we went to a new place, a, a brand new restaurant in Dallas that we had to dress up for and just get out of our workout clothes, which we Fun. always are in, you know, and, and I think things that break up and, and change our behaviors and our spontaneous, ah, it's just a breath of fresh air. So thank you, Annie, for how you do that in my life and so many people's lives that listen to your podcast and read your books. So grateful for you. Thanks, Jenny. Love you. Hope you guys enjoyed today's conversation with Jenny and Annie. I feel like Annie is our big, fun cheerleader, and she has a book out right now called That Sounds Fun. There are certain things that we have to have to survive, right? Like water and shelter and food, but fun is something that I personally don't think about too often. You know, life gets busy and hectic, and this book is going to help us remember to stop and look for fun everywhere we are. So you can find Annie's book, That Sounds Fun, anywhere books are sold and we will make sure to put the link in the show notes too. Thank you guys so much for listening week to week. We love being here with you and we will see you next time for another episode of the made for this podcast. Mm -hmm.